Michael. And I'm Rebecca. And we just put our kids to bed. So come hang out with us as we talk about life. And other things. While, while the, the kids, kids sleep. Hi everyone. Welcome to tonight's podcast. What day is it, hubby? I feel like this week has been crazy. It's true. I mean... What day are we on? Is it Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday, but it feels like Tuesday. It was the Memorial Day holiday, so, you know, that shifts everything. Yeah, it's just been a crazy week. So, anyway, but welcome to tonight. We are talking about one of our favorite subjects tonight, food. Um, And I guess what got us thinking about this theme for the podcast tonight is... Um, well, over Memorial Day weekend, we ate a lot of food, <laughs> and being in quarantine, we eat a lot of food as well, and we've spent a lot more quality time together, I think, and so um, I think we've seen a little bit more of each other and had a little bit more of our quirks come out in our family and us, and one of those is, is food and the differences we have in um what we like in food and what we don't like, what maybe what one of us likes, the other one doesn't, and why. And it's just kind of one of those funny little, like, nuances of life that we've started to notice a bit more lately. So that's what we were going to talk about, food and how much we love it or we don't. So Michael's going to start us off. Yeah. So just to kind of start us off, um, like, one of the foods I, you know, neither of us are too picky. You know, I'll, I'll eat it if it's placed in front of me, but, you know, these are some of the foods that I don't voluntarily choose and eat for myself. So, like, one of them is avocados. I like guacamole, but uh, I'll pass on the avocados unless it's already served to me. That's crazy. That's so crazy. So, you actually will eat the guacamole with chips, but you won't eat avocados with other things? Yeah, like you've been doing avocados and toast. Yeah, like egg avocado toast. So good. Yeah, and if I was going to fry up an egg and have some toast, I'd just skip the avocado part. So weird. Is it like a... I hear people say it's slimy. Is that the thing? That's what I think. I think it's it's, kind of like that slimy texture, which... In guacamole form, that's always been pureed, and you get a nice guacamole, so you don't get that same, like, kind of sliminess as you do when scooping out top. (gasps) They're so good. Okay, fine. All right. And I prepared a food over the, a dessert over this weekend that you didn't particularly like. Oh, well, okay, so your favorite, you like, you like tapioca. Mm -hmm. I do not. I, I don't really know, like... It just tastes weird. I it, I don't even know like what the flavor of tapioca is other than it's just tapioca. So it tastes weird and then it's got that like gummy texture and I don't necessarily mind like gummy foods like gummy worms and well gummy that's not bears. What, But you know what I mean like but, but tapioca is just weird. Yeah, it, it has this yucky texture in your mouth when you swallow it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I like it. It's like, you know, it's, it's vanilla pudding. Right. With something chewy, like a gummy worm, but it's a tapioca pearl, so. It's not good. I'm sorry. But that, whatever. That's what you like. Um, yeah. What else, Heavy? So, another food that I don't care for, but Rebecca loves. Rebecca, I, I don't like sushi. I love sushi. Sushi is probably one of those foods, if it was served to me on a plate, I would probably actually avoid it and not eat it. Wow. You know, I I don't actually know many people that don't like sushi. I feel like a lot of people do like it. See, so. I, I don't think anyone actually really likes sushi. 
I think people just say they do because they're worried about the social whiplash I of being against sushi. I think you're crazy. I don't think that's true at all. Because anybody who's a true sushi lover, that, and I've talked to other people about this, they will agree with me on this, that like you, the first time you have sushi, you go, oh, because the texture is a little interesting with it. And some people freak out about like the raw fish. But most sushi that people eat actually isn't. It doesn't have any raw seafood in it. But... Here's the thing. You try it once, and then, like, a week later, you crave it. Like, it's that's legitimately true. I'm not kidding. I, I know. I've, I've had, you know, a slice of sushi, a roll or whatever, mm. and it's just one of those, I, I, I don't chew it. I just swallow it whole, just to get it down. But, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm. See, here's the problem. But, I need people. I need somebody to be my sushi buddy, to go with me, to go get sushi, because hubby will never do it. Yeah, well, if you want to talk about food that is crazy that you don't like, olives. Black olives. No. No! Yes. You like pickles. No! I do like pickles. So, like, with olives, like, I know it's a, they are pickled, but, and I like olive oil, things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. But I just, there's, again, it's a flavor of Not, it that's weird. Never, like, took the olive as a kid and put them on all oh. your fingers and like pluck them off. Oh, and, my know. brother would like, yeah. he loves olives still, still to this day. I think he does, but I just, I mean, I will eat them fine. I'm like, kind of like you with some other things. I will eat them. I don't mind them if they're in like a pasta salad or even like I've had like olive, what do you call it? Like an olive, um, like a relish or something like mm -hmm. on sandwiches and things like that. Like I don't, Mind it, but they're just not, they're just not my fave. The flavor of it. It really is the flavor. Something's, I don't know, weird. Um, what, okay, I'm going to list one that this is going to be weird. So, you like black licorice, and I just can't do it. Yeah. I just can't. <gasps> now, now, I didn't as a kid. I, I don't think it was, a, it was until I was an adult probably when I was living in Paris for a while, that they had the anise uh, black, rich, black, black licorice flavoring right? Um, that you would add to your drink. Ugh. And I think that's when... Now, I don't crave it, and I don't. I won't eat a lot of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, every now and then, you're like, mm, yeah, just a little bit of black licorice mm. just hits the spot. It's one of those occasional things. See, and for me, I have never liked it. Not, and I won't even eat it. Like, if I bite into something and I go, oh, shoot, this has, like, it's like black licorice and I thought it was something else, I'll spit it right back out because it, it makes me want to gag. There is something about it that makes and me that, and I And I was like that as a kid. I remember my, my older sisters liking black licorice and as a kid, never did. Whoa! Well, I can't As I've grown up, yeah. Well, so then let's, let's segue talking more about licorice then. Let's talk about, like, because I, I don't like black licorice, but I like the red kind. So this is a question for the audience. Twizzlers versus red vines. Hands down, I would say Twizzlers. But I think that is because red vines tend to be more of your traditional licorice flavor. And they have a little bit more of that like black licorice, fennel, anise, whatever flavoring it is in it. Um, yeah. I'm a Twizzlers fan. What about you, Michael? Yeah, I'm a Twizzlers, though I appreciate red vines because if you bite off both ends, it becomes a straw True. and you can 
stick that straw in a cup of milk and drink. But Ooh, not in a cup of milk. That sounds really? nasty. It's kind of like strawberry milk by the time we pass no. Yeah. No, but they're softer. Like, Red Vines are softer, but I just, yeah, I've always liked Twizzlers better. So, yeah, I, I think strawberry you're... Strawberry flavor. I think you're more likely to come across some Red Vines that are dried out and tough and chewy. Oh, Twizzlers are just chewy in general. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, Twizzlers... But, you know, red vines always come in that big bucket, mm-hmm. and by the time you're getting towards the end of the bucket, it's like yeah. biting off a piece of leather. Yeah, but yeah. Twizzlers are my Twi- are, are yeah. one of my favorites. They've, they've saved me many a day. Yeah, Twizzlers is where it's at. Well, and they, were, they helped me when I was on a bad day in college. They saved the day for me. <laughs> <laughs> and... Hi. Do you want the story? Tell the story. Okay, you can't, so you can't tease. So them like I was that. on this date one time when I was at, we were up at Utah State. This was before I met Michael, probably a couple, almost a couple years before I met you. Anyway, and I went up the canyon. We, we he took me up the canyon to go like we were going to go like watch a movie on his um, his laptop or something. I don't even recall what the movie was, but I guess apparently for him, that was code that he like wanted to make a move on me. And so we sat and like leaned up against his car, had a blanket or whatever, a picnic blanket to sit on or something. And he brought like some treats and I sat and ate almost an entire bag of Twizzlers because he like was pretty close to me and I could tell he totally wanted to make a move. And, and I was like, if I keep my mouth full of Twizzlers, if I keep my so occupied. did you just like keep a twister out, wag it like a snake oh, tongue? Oh, no, <laughs> but I'm not joking. Like I kept, I shoveled them in one after another and I kept my mouth full of twizzers so that he wasn't tempted to like try and lean in and, you know, get a little kiss that, that I was not into. And it was sad because <laughs> I went home and he dropped me off and I don't know, he, he was way more interested in me than I was in him and he dropped me off and... As soon as that door shut, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was the worst date I've ever been on. And I and my mom was there. I lived with my mom at that time when I was at school. And she was like, shh, you know, we can hear you. Yeah, I was going to say, give him a I've been holding this in the whole time. So he knew how I felt. Poor guy. Yeah, well, and then apparently he went back and told his dad, who was our bishop, uh, so who was like the leader of our, our church, our singles ward at the time, he went back and told him that I was all over him and that I was all interested in him and like all this stuff. I was like, that's complete opposite. It was such a lie. I won't say this guy's name, although I don't think we're friends on Facebook anymore and he probably will never listen to this, but I still won't say his name to protect <laughs> But it was horrible. So thank you, Twizzlers. Okay. So we kind of been talking about, you know, the other f- uh, foods that, we like and the others uh, don't like. Um, but what about foods we both like? Oh, you know, there's our, you know, there are the, we have the foods that differentiate us. Mm-hmm. What about the foods that bring us together? That bring us together. Oh, see, that's a beauty of food. It brings people together. Um, what should we talk about first? Which well, one? Well, we both like steak. Yes. Who doesn't like steak? But there's a little bit of rift here. You know this. <laughs> You know, we can't we can't dive directly into the food that we both like. Yeah, there's got to be something Same. interesting. Yeah. So, we both like steak, but we like our steaks differently. We like them cooked or, or prepared differently. differently. Yeah, or mostly cooked. So, my I'm a solid like medium fan. If you're going to give me a steak, it needs to be like 
pinkish, almost a little red in the middle, like really soft, really tender. It's okay if there's a little blood coming out. Mm. Yep, a good medium steak is great. Yep, and I'm more of a medium well. You know, I for a long time I just order them well done. You know, cook all blasphemy. And then after enough social pressure Aww. and peer pressure saying, no, you you have to have your steak like this. Otherwise, you're a barbarian. I'm like, okay, I'll try. I've started ordering my steaks a little bit more rare. You're starting to come over to the good side. Yeah. So know? I will order my steak medium well just so I don't get an evil eye from the cook. Right. Well, because generally, if you don't even tell them what to what kind of doneness you want, like, they will just cook it, like, medium. That's, like, usually the standard. Because it's more tender, and it, like, you slice your knife through it, and it just kind of melts in your mouth. But if it's well done, it's just chewy. It's nasty. It's a waste of a good steak. See, I I think what I like about maybe that medium well steak, or what I appreciate is a steak with a good searing. Yeah. And so... And, you know, so if that steak is kind of crispy, almost like baking crispy on the outside, oh. that's the, that's why I like my steak. I like Ooh. a nice baking crispy outside. And then as long as the inside is warm, I, I'm good. I mean, you can do that. Depends on how hot your fire is. You just kind of crisp it, flip it over, crisp it some yeah. more, and you're done. But yeah. Yeah. anyways, we both love steak. It's okay. You can have it the way you want it. Fine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, the next thing we both like uh, is Cajun food. Mm-hmm. Which and, is, and that has brought us together. Absolutely. It's great because since I'm from Louisiana, Cajun food is, is my thing. Yeah, and, and I, I never really had it until we got married. Right. I don't, what, what was the first thing I ever cooked for you that was Cajun? Did you red beans know. and yeah, rice? Yeah, probably red beans and rice yeah. or something. Yeah. But it's been good. I'm glad that you like it because it means that I, I get to try... Or I have an excuse, I feel like, to try to make more recipes so they don't lose that part of my, my heritage. Yeah. And if anything, you know, I'm fine with Cajun food every night of the week. It's just more of a <laughs> desire to cook it. Well, some things take a while to make. Yeah. They really, really do. And if you want to do them right, they have to be done. And it takes a little bit longer. So, yeah. yeah. And I love it. So, uh, a food that we're both we both like but we're critical of whenever we eat it, pasta. Pasta, yes. If we go out to eat at a restaurant, neither of us is likely to get the pasta. No, no. And, and that and that is because pasta is so cheap and easy to make at yeah. home. Why order it at a restaurant when you know you're, you're paying way more? It's way overpriced for yeah. what it actually costs to make. Yeah. A box of pasta is a dollar at the grocery store, right? Oh, easy. Th- and yeah. that's a whole box that could feed both of you is a dollar. Right. And then it's really about the sauce. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you know, whatever you want to add in for the sauce. But that's why if, if we're going out to eat, we can do a pasta and a jar of sauce at home. So if we're going out right. to eat, we're going at, we're going to order something we know we just can't do it. Right. Home. Well, and then with pasta too, I think, I think where they catch people is a lot of people maybe don't know. And if they're not home cooks or they don't find it, cooking interesting or want to do it themselves um i think what it is is we've gotten really good at or at least i know i've i've gotten really good at finding a ways to make different types of sauces and if you just know the basics of how to make like a bechamel which is like a cream based sauce or to make like an 
an oil-based sauce or a butter-based sauce or even just like a really good marinara or something and then you just mix things together like it's so easy and so fast and you can just you can whip anything up and it tastes just like you would get it you know olive garden or better or whatever so yeah, yeah. so much better then so you know we try to order something that is going to be different something that we know we don't know how to make at home so like chinese food we you know every we love chinese food and we when we go out to these restaurants we try and analyze the meal and say okay hey we're getting the teriyaki chicken or the tiny spicy okay how could we make this at home right and i think i feel like that's caught on a lot lately a lot i see it on a lot of blogs food blogs and things like that that people are like how can you make takeout at home and we've gotten pretty darn good at doing that yeah we figured out a good breading so you know a chicken or steak or whatever you want that chinese fried bread corn starch and oh it's so good yep so we got that and then a the lot of it, it just kind of comes back to the sauce mm-hmm. breading and the sauce really <laughs> yeah yeah you you deep fry and bread it but then you want teriyaki sauce well that's you know go get a bottle of teriyaki or sweet and sour or yeah yeah because there's really good sauces yeah, you yeah, can yeah. buy in the store but then you can also make like we I make a we make a really good orange chicken sauce. Orange chicken, know, honey it, sriracha, you know, just yeah. So that's yeah, a lot of things. I think it's fun to just try and make our own restaurant quality stuff at home. We love doing that. Yep. Okay, and then something that we definitely both like that is, I think probably most people in the world do like. It's chips and salsa. Yeah, in some queso if you got it. Yeah, we can never go wrong with that. I mean, I could eat chips and salsa every single day. Yeah. So, you know, after you put the kids down to bed, you pop on some Netflix and bust out the queso. Right. But tell tell everyone, what is it that has changed recently for us with chips and salsa? So, now that we're older and we're not poor, starving uh, college students, <laughs> we're starting to mar- migrate away from... The cheapest of the chips. Right. And, you know, for a long time, you're just like, okay, we're, we're poor, we're hungry. Let's just get the cheap stuff. But yeah. we find, we were starting to get the more expensive brands of chips. <laughs> because, because we're like, well, we can pay like a dollar, dollar fifty more. Like, we can fork out that for a better quality <laughs> well, chips. chips. That sounds so sad. Oh. But that extra dollar, the improvement on the quality of chip. So much extra. better. Yeah. Well, and we found, was it? I don't remember the name of the brand, but man, those chips are good. I can see the bag. It's yeah. like red and green. Yeah. Juanitas? Is it Juanitas or something? Something like that. But yeah. they're good. Like they it's, they kind of melt in your mouth, but they're like thinnish and crispy and oh. I, I think they have a good layer, uh, salt level. Not too salty, yeah. but salty enough. When you yeah. can taste like the lime in them a little mm-hmm. bit too. And oh, it's just fantastic. Yep. And that if, if we don't go that route, there's also a local restaurant we really like that we... Um, ordered some yeah. chips from them and they gave it to us. They gave us this huge bag of chips and they were just phenomenal. And we sat and ate on those for days. They were so good. Yeah. So those are good. And so, you know, after we've wrapped up our Chinese food and we've wrapped up our chips, you know, <laughs> it's on to the dessert, the main course. Right. Like, let's, let's, the culmination of every good meal is a good dessert. Yeah. So, Rebecca, if you could only have one dessert for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, okay. I, I'm going to just like give it a blanket item here because there's so many variations on it, but I would totally go with cookies. 
But I can That's change good. that up. I can change up the kind of cookies I make because I like doing that. How about you, Michael? I don't know if that's in the rule book. I think if so. If you can change your cookie. Okay, well then, I mean, if I had to have one type of cookie for the rest of my life, it would be oatmeal chocolate chip. Yep. That's like my standard. Anytime I want to make cookies, I always have those ingredients on hand, and they're just delicious. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes they don't even make it into the oven. True. I probably eat about <laughs> four or five cookies worth of cookie dough. And yep. I've never gotten sick from it, so you people don't say anything about, you know, yep. food poisoning. Anyway, what yep. about you, Michael? Me. You could eat one dessert for the rest of your life. Not me. I'm a brownie guy. Give me a good fudgy brownie. Not cake brownie. You're, you're a cake. I'm a cake brownie person. I'm, give me a nice, good fudgy brownie. Oh. You know, like sometimes you prepare a pan of brownies and that top layer kind of like flakes off and stuff. Uh That's a good brownie. Well, Okay. So then here's my question to you. Do you like the center ones or the edged brownies? I think I'm more center. Really? So you really like the gooey. Yeah. You don't like like the chewy on the edge. Yeah. I prefer the edge. Yeah. I, I think I've had too many edges that are just crispy and hard. Give me the center. And if you really want to top the brownie off, Put the German chocolate cake frosting, that <laughs> coconut German chocolate. Put the frosted brownie yep. with that. Well, that's yeah. you totally. If you would have any cake, that would be your favorite cake usually, right? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, talking talking cakes, German chocolate cake. Mm, oh, you know what mine is. Come on. Every birthday, what's my cake that I request? Oh, red velvet. Oh, yeah. With? Cream cheese frosting. Which is so good, but that's one of the things that you don't like. Yeah. Right? I, yeah, I'm not a... I, when it comes to frosting, it's just just a simple buttercream. Or like a, a whipped cream or a buttercream? Buttercream. Okay. Okay. Just, just a buttercream light on the butter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't... I don't like three inches of frosting on top of my cake. See, I love that. Oh, my gosh. It's just all sugar. and You can't... Why? Where's the cake? So good. But, yeah, red velvet with cream cheese. Oh, those are my favorite. I can eat... I could eat an entire red velvet cake in one sitting with cream cheese frosting. So good. See, I don't think there's much flavor to it, red velvet. There's color. It was chocolate. It's a chocolate cake. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's delicious. So, and if you're going to have cake, the best thing to have with your cake is ice cream. Absolutely. Cake and ice cream. That's a killer combo. anybody would disagree with that. I really don't. Mm-hmm. They're crazy if they do. Oh, I love ice cream. And I want it every night, but we can't have it every night. It's not good for us to have it. Yeah. So, this is, we're ending on our another divergence here. We, we came together on some foods. Ice cream is probably where we sit both diverge we both love it a lot a mm-hmm. lot but differently yeah so the great debate um uh, we'd love to hear from everyone as well this is another poll we'll have to figure out a way to take polls yeah but, just comment yeah comment vanilla as your base of ice cream or chocolate as your base yeah what's your favorite would yeah what would your favorite one be yeah i on one hand like i love me some chocolate but i'd rather have a vanilla type base with like mixins that are chocolate. I'm happy to have chocolate in it, but it, I'd rather have a vanilla base. Chocolate base is too much for me. Yeah, and I I will take a chocolate base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just about every time. I, I appreciate you know the vanilla base, but mm-hmm. chocolate base for me. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah. So third poll of the evening. 
do you like your ice cream mostly plain and you just enjoy the flavor? Or is ice cream, is the ice cream just a mortar for all the mix-ins to stay together? Yes, the, to the last <laughs> one. Well, no, because like... Really? I thought you just uh, like, I, I, I thought you liked your ice cream kind of plain and bare, just the ice cream and not so much on the mix-ins. Well, but like, think of how many ice creams we buy that has like, has cookie dough and Oreos in it and like a swirl of peanut butter or a swirl of caramel or whatever. That's what I think of as mix-ins, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So that's the kind of stuff I like. So give me like a vanilla base or a peanut butter base or like a cookie dough flavored base and then throw in all these extra candies and stuff. Like, oh, so good. Yeah. Well, and do you uh, do you load it up? You know, if you had an ice cream bar, mm-hmm. do you are you loading that up with tons of mix-ins and that, and that ice cream is only there as coating? Or is it mostly ice cream and just a little bit of mix-in? I feel yeah, probably a little bit more. I feel like I try to keep it pretty even because I do want like a solid bite of ice cream in the midst of my mix-ins. You know, I don't want to just, I would just get a plate of mix-ins if I, you know, of toppings if that's all I wanted. But I want the ice cream, like the cold and creamy to bind it all together. Yeah. That's why cookies and cream is the perfect ice cream because it's so evenly distributed, all the, the cookiness of it. And so even if you don't put toppings on it, you just have this one amazing mix in and it's just delicious. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Probably our downfalls. Nothing like... <laughs> we have been known to frequent frozen yogurt places. Yes. And really, that's it's all about the mix-ins. Yeah, yeah, you get the different flavors of frozen yogurt, but you know you're heading over to the bar and you're like, peanuts, M&M's, gummy bears... See, and your mix-ins are different than mine at those places. Yeah, I yeah, I always load up. It's for me. It's it's all about the mix-ins. I'll try and get like seven or eight different varieties. Well, you usually go more like candy, if I remember correctly. I I will throw in some fruit here and there. Yeah, yeah. I you don't know? do too much fruit. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going for the chocolate. I'm going for the nuts. Mm-hmm. See, and I would love, like, if there's, like, a really good base of a frozen yogurt, like, if there's, like, a marshmallow base or white chocolate, I love to just have that because it's unique, you know, and then not do too many mix. My mix-ins vary on the the base of, like, flavor, my flavor base. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so um, that is our food preferences, foods we like, foods we don't like. We love to hear um, what are the foods you like? What are the foods you don't like? Or, or and if you're married, what your spouse likes or don't like? Does it cause some? Do, is there any contention? Please, if yeah. There, yeah, if there's good gossip, we love to hear the gossip. So share your stories. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we've had fun tonight chatting with everybody. So thanks for joining us on this episode of While the Kids Sleep. Sleep.